0: This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca, Toronto's news, today's talk, 640 Toronto.
1: Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca, and it is time for another New Year, New You show, because that's what we're doing for the full month of January. New Year, New You, and we're focusing on all different angles of what exactly that looks like and could mean. And with tomorrow being Blue Monday, um, I thought we'd focus today's show all about mental health and who better to bring on than my very special guest and dear friend, Kelly Boss, registered social worker and psychotherapist. Kelly, how are you? And can we still say Happy New Year?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Why not? (laughs) There we go. So Happy New Year to you.
0: And to you. So So good to to be on the show.
2: Thanks for having me. No, thank
1: you. And I was just like, you know, we always do this show leading up to Blue Monday. And um, and it's, it's a really tough time for people. I find that like, you know, the holidays are tough and get crazy. But then a lot of people seem to forget what happens after the holidays, after all those parties are done, after all of those social gatherings, after mm. all the festivities, you know, um, where are you left? alone Mm. and and then you look outside the window and it's gray and it's dark and it's gloomy and it's by five o'clock it's just like pitch black and we're starting to feel crappy you know plus plus let's add on all the bills that are coming in from all of the parties and the holiday shopping so it can be a real Mm -hmm. downer for people you know and and like I said The whole month of January, we focus on New Year, New You. And I was like, you know what? What does New Year, New You look like when we're talking about our mental health? So Kelly,
2: I don't know, where do we start? Where do we start with all of this? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I don't know if this helps or hinders, but so Blue Monday, uh, you may know this, is actually not a scientifically proven thing. That I have heard. And I was actually going to ask you, I was going to say,
1: so is there any truth to it? Because Mm. they say, or they claim that it is the saddest, most depressing day of the year with the highest suicide rates. Mm. Um, And I too have come to, to learn that those aren't facts, Mm. but although they're not facts, depression and anxiety and stress and suicide seems to be at an all time high, you know? And I don't think that like over the past few years too, you know what I mean? It's just escalated or is it just, you know, the fact that we've been through so much that, you know, and and what we're hearing from the media,
2: that it's just more in our face. Well, I think, you know, you're right about so, so much of what you said there the it isn't scientifically proven that blue monday is anything um so a psychologist had sort of done some sort of algorithm and put some things together and he said you know by the time you've got the debt all the things you said like the long days you know after the holidays like all these things and if you calculate in a certain way this is the date that was come up then a travel company kind of jumped on it and said awesome for marketing <laughs> everyone should go on to travel because there's Blue monday um so that's not helpful. However, it is helpful that around this time, we all talk about it, right? So Blue Monday yeah. has a function. And I think it stays in the narrative because it makes sense <laughs> to so many people. If it, it may not be Blue Monday for them, but th- we've all had a Blue Monday, right? You know, Mondays. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all had down days. We've all had tough times in the year. Um, and sometimes winter with, with seasonal affective disorder can be particularly hard on people, but you're right. If you've just spent a lot at Christmas and you maybe don't have anything to look forward to the same way you look forward to Christmas, there's a lot of reasons why this is something that people kind of keep going because I think it makes sense, but also great that it keeps discussion happening. We don't want to think like, oh, it's one day and now we're fine. We just got through the saddest day of the year. But it's good to talk about, and you're right. We all know people struggling. You know, everyone I think at some point can relate to at least struggling with depression or anxiety or some of those feelings. So yeah, I think that's why we keep that uh, Blue Monday discussion every year because it's a nice spot to say, "Hey, let's come together and talk about mental health."
1: And I think it's really important that we do have this discussion about mental health. And and um, yes, Blue Monday is a is a marketing tool, I guess you could say very much like, um, another day of the year where, um, and I won't say it because I'm totally against it. And I'm going to flat out say that, but another day of the year where people are encouraged to, um, share posts on social media or text, um, and, and turn off their eye messages because money will, you know, go towards, uh, mental health. Like, I think that is just a huge marketing ploy, you know what I mean? And is it really for the sake of, you know, bringing awareness to? Mental health or actually just helping like a big company, Mm. you know what I mean? And and their marketing uh, strategies, right? Um, But those aside, like we were saying, mental health is huge. And you said it, you nailed it when you said it's not one day out of the year. This is something that some people struggle with every single day of their lives. And it is serious and it needs to um, be brought to the forefront. And these discussions need to happen because if they don't, how are people going to feel like, you know what, I'm not alone in this other people are going through this. What can I do to cope? How can I do to help maybe those around me that are suffering, or even help myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and Kelly, like, I don't know about you, but the holidays are not what they used to be for me. And I don't know if it's different, because, you know, my dad's passed, and I'm getting older, and maybe a little bit more jaded, you know, but it's Mm -hmm. just like, they're tough to begin with. Right. And then I think about those people that are suffering with mental health and, and might be alone and don't have that support. Like, you know, they make it a little bit more during Christmas, say they're with, you know, some friends, but then after that, everyone goes back to routine, back to schedule, Mm -hmm. back to their everyday lives. And it's just, okay, I'm standing here alone. Now I'm standing here alone with no support, no help, no one to talk to, or maybe they're even scared to talk to someone because of you know, the stigma around it all. Yeah. So what do we do? Like, where do we start? What should Mm. we, what should we be doing? I don't even know.
2: Well, I mean, I think you said some really interesting things of it, sort of like meaning making, like, um, what does this time of the year mean? Does it mean there's nothing to look forward to it? Does it mean um, I'm not as happy as other people, so I should be sad? You know, does it, mean um a spiritual event for us or is it just a uh, gift buying and craziness as a mom like what is it what yeah, does it right? mean and I think so sometimes um we can look at sort of what we're ascribing to certain things um so I know that a lot of people really struggle with Christmas and a lot of people really look forward to it so it's hard to say you know right? is it you know what what is it for people? I, and I hope that sort of like people are a little more generous and happy and friendly before the holidays. <laughs> um, and I'd hate to think we all crash suddenly after. But, you know, I think January also has New Year's resolutions. So I think the other thing people crash is, is we're a little bit in now and maybe we haven't hit the targets the same. So there's a whole other thing that people have. And again, that's about meaning making. I I tend to not to make New Year's resolutions, um, I tend to like to think about. It. It's almost like I take a few weeks just to decide and figure out because it is hard to like, I'm going to do this, this and this and rah, rah, rah. And it's great. But when we don't get there, we sometimes crash and then the whole system's gone and then we feel like failure. So there's a lot of things, I guess, I think from what right? you said, and there's a lot of things going on right now. And you asked an important question, what can we do? And so there's stuff we can do for ourselves. There's stuff that we can do for others. um, And I guess we can talk a little bit about both. Like what's something that you're doing for yourself right now, Pina? Like, is there something that you're? Yeah. So honestly, um, Kelly, it's been over five
1: years now that I took on kickboxing and I started that journey. And for me, it's, uh, it's crazy because that week between Christmas and New Year's, I didn't go that week. And then I started back up again last week and, uh, or I should say the week right after the, the new year and I needed to go. And I noticed that in that week that I had missed, I just wasn't feeling myself. And do I go kickboxing because it's like, oh, I, I, I have like body image, like, things in my head mm-hmm. that I just, I want to look a certain way. Um, Hey, yes. You know what I mean? We all want to look a certain way, but that is not the reason I, I go kickboxing. It is. So I am right up here. And when I say up here, I mean, in my yeah. mind, because when yeah. I don't go, I find that my thoughts are just not in the right place. And yeah. I am not as happy so for me, that is my medicine and that is what I do for myself. And like my goal is like three times a week. It's not a New Year's resolution. We were talking about New Year's resolutions actually last week on the show with uh, Dr. Michelle Cambolis. but it's not a New Year's resolution. It's just something that I do for me, taking time for me, because I know that when I'm there, um, mm-hmm. I am present. Yeah. And I find that it's really hard. I don't know about you, but for me, it's really hard to be present. Right? So that's something that I I do for myself. And, um, and I, I actually want to pick your brain, but we're gonna take a break because I'd love to hear um, the answer coming from a uh, registered social worker and a psychotherapist. So don't go anywhere because we'll be right back with more right here on the parenting show on 640 Toronto.
0: You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto.
1: Happy Sunday and welcome back. This is The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. And with me, I've got my special guest, Miss Kelly Boz, registered social worker and psychotherapist. And it is uh, another amazing installment in our New Year, New You series right here on the show and today we are focusing all on mental health because tomorrow is Blue Monday, which is said to be the most uh, saddest and depressing day of the year with the highest suicide rates. But, you know, Kelly's like, "P, no scientific truth to that, yet still a very good reason to talk about mental health because we should always talk Absolutely. about mental health, right, Kelly? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Kelly, before the break, you were asking me what I do for myself. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Just... um to be in a good place. And I told you that kickboxing is my thing. Um, I love it because it just gets me um, in a really happy place, you know, and, and, and a good place when it comes to my mind and my thoughts. But I was like, you know what? I want to flip that question back to you. You're okay. the like registered social worker and psychotherapist. So what do you do?
2: Yes, so there's a, like I try and address a couple of things. So different areas of my life. Um, because one thing I did, which is sort of so much yours, is I've gone back to adult hip hop which I have done in the past and we did our first show. It's like my kids, my daughter dances there too. And my son was dancing last year. So same dance studio. Um, So we actually got to the show, but the other years I did, it it was like, there was no show. So it was fun, but you didn't lead up to anything because of the pandemic, et cetera. So it's nice Mm -hmm. to be rejoined to that. But uh, so physical can be one thing, right? And that's a great place. And I think it's so important for your mental health to get your body moving. And as you said, in a way that you like, don't do, right? don't right. now go to kickboxing or hip hop because we are, and we hate it because it just, it doesn't work, right? Like someone's baking, is someone else's cleaning, is someone else's hip hop. Like people have very different things that make them tick and with self-care for them. So you have to find it. But yeah, getting your body moving is a great one. But also I, you know, as most people, you're bringing out the calendar or, you know, that's maybe old school, but I I still like the visual and you're trying to see what your days look like. I'm trying to see where I can streamline things. I always like in my head to have a to don't list, you know, what do I not need on the calendar? What do I not need to be there? So these are just some of the things to try and eat more mindfully because usually Christmas is, you know, oh yeah, forget (laughs) it, man. Yeah. There's no rules, right? It's just Mm -hmm. craziness. But um. You'll know, be a bit more, more mindful. So I try and look at different areas and that might be helpful for some of your listeners. You know, what are the different areas you can kind of look at for you to say, OK, I want to address my mental health. I want to feel better. Is it something in the physical? Is it something intellectually? Do you need to get in a book club again? Or, you know, and as things open up more, there's a bit more. Uh, option? Is it sort of spiritual, like getting, you know, back to church or uh, meditation or, you know, whatever is for you? Like, is there something in that realm? You know, sometimes just looking at different areas of our life and saying, you know, if this was a wheel and these were all different sections of wheel, like how flat or bumpy and elevated would they all be? Like, you want things to be a little bit rounded. Like, how can I be a bit more well-rounded? So when you said, what can people do for themselves? I think, you know, we can certainly look at how we can take care of ourselves. And that's important.
1: You know what, Kelly, I'm glad that you you're addressing the fact that it's not a one size fits all you know, for me, it's kickboxing for you. It's like hip hop dancing. Um, another thing that I I love to do is meditation, especially my full moon meditations. That is a given for me. And as a Reiki practitioner, practicing self Reiki on myself is also really, really important. So for me, it's a, it's a mix of physical and um, more spiritual, but also just little things like self, little self-care things I should say right so yeah. um I bought myself flowers
2: during the week yes perfect love that you know
1: yeah and it was just it's a little thing and it doesn't cost a lot and and there's I have to say there's a lot of things that don't cost anything so it's, it's yeah absolutely not even it's not even, it's things, not even a matter of like
2: oh Pick I'm your neighbor's flowers in the summer <laughs> <laughs> they must save sex
1: but yeah it's something that that I love to do um mm. also sometimes taking some time like mm. if you mm. do have the means to get away yeah like one thing that I do every January is I visit beautiful Saint Anne's Spa here in Ontario mm, yeah lovely, and that is something that I love to do last year I had the the pleasure of going solo. And let me tell you, sometimes those solo trips are exactly what we need. It can be scary, right? Because Mm -hmm. you're left alone with your thoughts and your mind. And you're really, Mm -hmm. you're at a place where, you know, it's very quiet and serene. So you're not there to party and be social with people. Um, And it was, it was like one of the best trips I've ever Taken. And it was just so Amazing. nice to be able yeah. to go and like get a massage and do some spa treatments and yeah. sit in their beautiful eucalyptus steam room and do their outdoor pools and like while the snow's coming down. So it was beautiful. Yeah, but it was much more than that. It was mm-hmm. about taking the time for myself, putting yeah. everything aside, including because this is the parenting show including yeah. the kids yeah right which I find that as parents it is very hard to carve out some time for ourselves and when we do it do we feel guilty
0: you oh, know like
1: yeah absolutely right you get the mom yeah. guilt or the dad guilt the parent guilt whatever you want to call it but I, I managed to carve out some time alone away from everyone and everything and go escape to St. Anne's Spa and it was like one of the best things I could have ever done and i'm so excited that i have it booked in again for this month
2: yeah so yeah
1: so yeah exactly like you said it's not a you know um one size fits all it can look different for every single person you even said baking and cooking you know like yeah Yeah. everyone's different cleaning Um,
2: yeah
1: whoever wants always whenever i do part and come over to my house.
2: I know. I've <laughs> Some mine either. I always say when, whenever I do, like, hey, what are everyone's self care? If I'm doing like a retreat or a group or something, and someone there's always a cleaner in the group. Always <laughs> not me. I wouldn't be mine, but it's always a cleaner. But I like what you said. I think doing. I mean, I just got my. Um, as you know, I have a couple of uh, practices. So my business partner and I, we go away. And we we generally try and escape. And we went to Alberta, and just like that time away. But it was hard to go, even though. You know, part of it was visioning and work, and some of it was spa and hiking. But, it, you know, it was hard to go even for work um, to leave the kids. You just think of all the things, right? And that's a hard thing to do. And so, you know, putting yourself first is a good thing. And I think we really have to learn that. And to take care of ourselves is taking care of our kids because we give um, a good modeling. <laughs> for mm-hmm. the future. And also we are, I think parent better when we've had that downtime and that reflection and that time to think like when I'm frazzled and doing a million things, I am not my most patient as probably your listeners aren't either. So those are some things that we can do for ourselves. And of course, therapy, you know, I, I'm, you know, if that's something that you would find useful, I, this is such a, a good time to reach out. There are government programs, more government programs offering free therapy, although it's still, yeah, I know that it's hard, Um, but you can talk to your doctor, many family health teams have a social worker, you know, even in my clinics, there's so many people doing online now so you can pretty much you don't want to if you're in a small town, you know, the therapist, you can find someone online. Or lots of people are going back to in person, which is great too if that's your preference. So there's so many options. But you know, I'd be remiss not to also mention therapy. If yeah, I, no,
1: if I think true. that. Yeah, hello. Um, I think that that is such an important thing to do and to consider. Um, and I know a lot of people are like, "Oh God, no, I can't go to therapy. Mm. I can't speak to someone about my problems." Like, I don't. Oh gosh, it, it makes it so real. I think for some yeah. people, and it's like. Now, do I have an issue? Do I have a mental health problem that I need to go seek professional help? And I think that seeing a therapist and getting that help from a therapist is one of the best forms of self-care.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. It's a real opportunity, right? Because that is really dedicated time to you to talk about what you want to do. You know, if you work with a therapist, it's often very collaborative. Like they're not going to, ask you to you know I I hope but like a therapist that's a fit for you is not going to ask you to talk about things or do things that you don't want to do this should be a collaborative thing so you can pick your goals but I know it sounds scary sometimes but the other thing is don't think if your issues are too small like I often hear like oh I shouldn't go to therapy because blah blah blah." like it's only this or that and um, yeah often those are very good reasons like you know if if it's bothering you and you want to talk to someone? Any therapist is going to be happy to talk to you. No one's going to be like, "Oh well, come back to me when yeah, you have." It's a, you're not at conflict. the level
1: of problems that that we like no. to see within our practice. So okay. please come back Ex- when you have major issues.
2: <laughs> exactly. It's not. Yeah, and people will apologize, them, but you never need to. Like, it's 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 something that you want to work through. Great. Use it's the so- time.
1: Kelly, as you said that, something came to mind and it was something that was said to me a long time ago. And for the longest time I believed it, but my thoughts have changed on this and I want to hear your thoughts on it. Mm. So for a long time, I'd always hear, well, whatever you're going through, just know that someone else is going through worse. Mm. So be grateful. Mm. And I would always be like, oh man, I'm having a really tough time. Like I'll never forget you know, my dad going through cancer and mm. seeing him suffer and like the strongest man that I have mm-hmm. I knew in my entire life, you know, see him go through that. And then I would think, oh, Pina, you know what? Well, you just know that someone else out there has it worse. So yeah. you shouldn't yeah. feel bad or you shouldn't. And like, mm-hmm. and then one day it just like this switch flipped. And I was like, you know what? That. Like what I'm feeling is real and I don't care what everyone Mm -hmm. else is going through. That's great that you might be going through worse or you might be going through less, Mm -hmm. but this is what I'm going through. And it is important to me, you know, and it could be even like you said, something so small, but it was just one day, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I'm like, I don't like that. And I never want to hear it again. But as a therapist, I want to hear from you. Like, what do you think if, you know, when you hear that, like, well, just yeah. know Ellie, someone
2: else is going through worse. So just count your blessings. Right. So this is, this is problematic, um, thinking in that we often don't give ourselves any compassion when we hear other people suffer that we care about, we give them compassion. We hopefully, and we shouldn't start comparing on whether they should feel that way or not. Right. And so sometimes what we would give to someone else, we suddenly like get all judgy or trying to calculate whether we're allowed to feel that way. Um, really important in my work and um, is using concepts around self-compassion, like being able to mindfully honor our experiences. It doesn't mean that there aren't things out there that can sometimes be perspective perspective. Uh, help, or helpful in getting perspective on some things. But my problems aren't now not important because someone else has bigger problems, right? Our right. problems are problems. And as you say, we have to honor that and work through that and give ourselves a voice because if we just push it down or decide we're not allowed, it's going to come up. So yeah. I think we, you know, we have to be kind and compassionate to ourselves. And that's not a bad thing. If sometimes we have to say, okay, you know, i would be careful here. First world problems. That's fine. We sometimes do have to just do a little reality check, but it's not about not being compassionate to ourselves.
1: I like that. And I think it's really important. I hope that everyone listening at home really just picked up on what Kelly just said, um, because we do need to take a look and, and just honor ourselves and know that what we're going through may not be a big deal for, you know, to the next person, But as long as it's a big deal to you and it's something that is affecting you, it is more than enough reason to investigate and get the help you need. We are talking all things mental health on the show today. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on The Parenting Show on 640 Toronto.
0: Welcome back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto.
1: Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, of chicmama.ca. If you are tuning in just now, we are talking all things mental health on the show. It is another installment in the New Year, New You series. And with me, I've got Kelly Boz, registered social worker, psychotherapist, mama, and so much more. And Kelly, we're talking that about Blue Monday, Blue Monday's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, Blue Monday. Um, it's the saddest, most depressing day of the year. And then you just look out the window and you're like, that gloomy, dark nastiness is sad and depressing. And these bills coming in from the holidays are sad and depressing. And all my friends that have disappeared and family that have disappeared after the holidays, I'm now sad and depressed. So mm-hmm. um is it really a thing? when we've figured out that no, there's no scientific uh, facts to state that Blue Monday is a real thing. Yes, people maybe tend to get a little bit down and out during this time of year, and we I just mentioned some reasons why. Um, but it's not just Blue Monday; it is 365 days of the year that some people can feel really crappy. Some years, 366 days. You know, if it's, if it's one of those leap years, I have to throw that in. Um, but Kelly, you mentioned yeah. something. We're t- we're talking all about mental health and things that we can do to help ourselves. Mm-hmm. But by helping ourselves as parents, we mm-hmm. in turn and may not realize it, but we're helping other people around us, yeah. especially those little people.
0: Mm-hmm. And by little
1: people, I mean our kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Let's talk about that because the guilt that we feel as parents is real. You know, we spoke about some self-care things, whether it's going to the gym, whether it's going to, you know what I mean? Like, say, hockey or golfing or dance or or, or, a day at the spa, whatever it is. Sometimes we feel guilty, like, oh, we're not with our kids. Should we be with our kids? I'm taking time for myself when I should be doing this, this and this for my spouse, my, my, uh, or partner, my kids for the house. Um,
2: but yeah, the shoulds, right. Is it really selfish? Yeah. It's, you know, absolutely. It's important that we take time for ourselves. I think we are in such, I don't know, a day and age where we can do all things all the time, right? We can always be on our phone. We can always be gotten a hold of. There's no downtime, um over Christmas I was snowed in for several days like we were our, like our road you couldn't get on drive on it my parents couldn't come for Christmas fine. Um, aside but it was kind of nice just to have that forced downtime which some of the was some of the good thing about you know the shutdown before yeah dare I say but I think some people were like oh, thank goodness I'm not driving here there and everywhere and so I think with our kids They see us uh, being there. They come to expect it, maybe a little too much. So they can get a little, you know, Yeah, that's (laughs) why mom's there. She's a taxi, right? But um, I think they also really need to see probably now more than ever, how we talk about, deal with, address our own mental health. So if we're not doing that and we're not giving a space for them to talk about it either, or at least not admitting to anything ever being wrong, then they don't really have that um, place to sort of safely talk about it either. So I think it's really important that by taking care of ourselves and we talk about why, you know, this is really important for me to take some downtime or I'm feeling off today, bud. Um, sorry, if I'm a little bit shorter, um, I'm working on it, you know, I'm going to therapy, like whatever, just like kind of put it in the conversation. I think it'd be really helpful for kids, teens. A lot of parents are really worried about their teens. I know you've had people on the show talking about that before Pina, um, But it's, you know, I think, again, just giving some language and space and safety to the conversation can be really helpful. But, yes, telling them you need to take a break with studying. You can't study at that time. You know, you're making yourself very anxious or, you know, you need to get enough sleep and rest. Um, You need to get out of that toxic friendship or relationship. Like, these are things that are important and, you know, kind of in that sort of the same topics the adults are dealing with that the kids are dealing Mm -hmm. with, too, often.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that it's like, like I said, that guilt comes so naturally and so easy to us. But mm. we don't realize that when we do take that time to practice a little bit of self care, and our kids see that, yeah. Um they realize, yeah, this is really important to do. It's really important for me to mix in some fun and pleasure with my extracurricular activities, um, and that I'm not always at home studying, you know. And mm-hmm. and and that I see because they learn from us, right? Yeah. And so when we practice self care, we're in a better place mentally, right? And yeah. so if we're in a better place mentally and you mentioned this earlier on in the show if we're in a better place mentally we can be more present and in a better place for our
2: kids for our right? for, yeah for our kids absolutely but I think it even goes further for our f- extended family for our neighbors I mean when we are running constantly feeling guilt driven to Constantly be performing or doing or caring, then we miss opportunities to just be, you know, members of our community, to check in on others. Again, not in that should way, but in that I can, you know, participate in life instead of just running here and there and not take care of myself. If I have a moment of mindfulness or stillness, then I'm able to you know be more present not just at kickboxing not just at hip-hop not just when we're doing that spa weekend but you know in life
1: yeah it's so true it's so true and like i I talk about it in my second book mama's gotta grow and i say that there's a line in it it was like i was not born um to exist i was born to live And during, you know, it's been a few years now that I made some major life choices um, that affected my entire family, but by doing so, and it was really, it was really hard because I was like, oh gosh, how is this going to affect my children? You know, um, am I going to screw up my kids? And so something that I should have done years ago, I delayed because I thought that I was being selfish a lot of that mom guilt kicked in and i was like you know what i'm like i'm going to screw up my kids and i don't want to screw up my kids not realizing that me being so unhappy and in a horrible place was actually doing more harm to my kids than good right and by taking yeah. care of myself you know they were able to see that and mm-hmm. and then actually turn to me and i'm talking about my kids who are now 11 9 and 7 and say to me mama you're so much happier now.
0: Mm,
1: you know right. we think that they're oh kids what do they know. Yeah. I'm telling you that was a few years ago. They are now now they are now 11 9 and 7, you know, and they were able to see that years ago. It's an eye opener, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Important, right? Mhm. So Kelly, we talked about you know things we can do we've talked about um and and there's still more and i know that we're going to get to to more because there's so much that we can can talk about (laughs) and there's so much more we can talk about which we are going to get to so don't go anywhere because we're going to take a break and we'll be back with more right here on the parenting show on 640 toronto
0: You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto.
1: You are tuned into The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of Chic Mama. We've got my girl, Kelly Boz, registered social worker, psychotherapist, and mama joining. And we're talking all things mental health because it is another installment in the New Year, New You uh, series of the show. And, uh, and tomorrow's Blue Monday, and it's sad, and it's depressing. But,
2: Kelly, is there any scientific knowledge and facts to prove that Blue Monday is a thing? It's, it's sadly not a thing. It just maybe feels like a thing sometimes. <laughs> and it totally feels like a thing, okay? Yes. Like, honestly. So, yeah, it's not it, – it
1: may be a marketing thing, but there is some mm. good behind it because it mm-hmm. gives us – um something to talk about and I think the discussion on mental health needs to happen more and more and more because I still think that there is this like negative stigma around it where people are scared to talk about it people are scared to say, you know what like I'm just not I'm just not in a good place mentally and I need some help right mm-hmm,
0: so a lot absolutely. of people are scared
1: to talk about that stuff so mm-hmm. the more, we have conversations about this. Hopefully, the more it'll help people um, realize maybe that what they're going through is, is something that they should take the time to help themselves with and seek help mm-hmm. with people like you and going for therapy. Um, mm-hmm. And that therapy is not a bad thing. And it's yeah. not a scary thing. And it is something that um, we all need to do. Even when...
2: Kelly, when we're feeling good? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, sometimes it might be just trying to sort something that's not high conflict or high stress or high, like a really strong mood about something. But sometimes people just come in to get a little bit of perspective taking from, you know, someone to talk to. Um, Yeah, therapy can be be used for a lot of different things. Um, It can help, you know, certainly with trauma and, depression and anxiety and, um, disordered eating or whatever's on your plate. But, you know, it can also be just a place to talk about, you know, things that you want to do better or goal setting or, um, habits or trying to, you know, get into this new you, new year piece Yeah, right. talking and about, right? We, we
1: spoke yeah. about this. We were talking about resolutions on the show last week, which was the, the first in the new year, new you, um. Series on the parenting show for this month, and we were saying how you know there's the, these New Year's resolutions, and by the end of the year, only nine percent actually see that New Year's resolution through. And by the first week in January, a bunch of people have already failed at their New Year's resolution. Yes, and it's right. a lot of pressure, and it's a lot of stress, and it's a lot of anxiety. You know, and um, and so New Year, New You. That looks different to everyone, and it could just be New Year new upgraded and improved Pina or <laughs> Kelly or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's really, really important that, you know, like you said, um, sometimes therapy is a great tool for not only when you're just like, oh, I'm not in a good place and I need to talk yeah. to someone, but even when you are, um, yeah. because I think if we look at it, You know, there are people that, you know, their mental health is a everyday, you know, Mm -hmm. day in and day out thing.
2: And then there's a lot of people that go up and down, you know? Well, absolutely. and Even if, you know, in those good places, like we might be looking to um, arm ourselves with better communication skills so that, or healthier ideas around relationships, you know, this is also sort of protective, you know, in that you're learning, you're growing, you know, you're taking time for yourself in that capacity. And so when we, when we do that, this can be helpful, you know, for, I feel less anxious at work, because now I'm communicating with my boss better, or, you know, I'm not feeling as low, because I've got these habits that really help me have some behavior activation to get out and do things when I don't feel like doing them. So, you know, there's, there's lots of ways that can just be sort of I don't know, it's not always preventative because we can't always say why we struggle with mental health, but you know, there're tools in our tool bag. And so if you can develop more so I was those, just going to say those I was going to say box. tools cool. in your
1: in your toolbox, you know, right. that you've got these yeah. that you can keep in your back pocket. Yes. And I think that that's really important. So like, you know what, before we end off the show, Kelly, mm-hmm. what are some go-to tips, advice, uh mm-hmm. tools, um that we should, we should keep in our back pocket to help us through, through maybe the not so good times or the times where we're feeling all right, but we can have on hand with us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I, there's a lot of different things, obviously. that yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know where to begin, where to begin. But let's talk about parents because it is the parenting show. So, you know, when, when you have these guilt bouts, like how do you handle them? I love the question. I use it all the time. And actually, parents with extended family in your job, whatever it is, I think it can really apply. I love this one. It's simply the question. And it comes from a cognitive behavioral therapy background um, or or origin, but it is, what would you say to a friend? And this is also a tool used a lot in self-compassion. So when we're hard on ourselves, when we're not extending ourselves the same grace to do things, when we are... Um, deciding whether or not we should ask for the raise, whatever it is, like, what would you say to a friend? And I've had people sit in the chair saying, oh, I don't know what to do. And maybe I should keep this toxic relationship going, or maybe I, I need to try again, or whatever it is, you know, maybe it's a parent or something. And then I've asked, I remember asking a client once, like, well, what would you say to a friend? Oh, I'd end it right away. <laughs> and it was so clear. Okay. But for them, it was like, I don't know. So this is a great question that you can ask yourselves: so what what I say to a friend um another one that sometimes people find useful is this going to matter in 10 minutes 10 hours 10 days 10 years you know sort of giving it a time because sometimes these things that are eating us up right now like uh, oh I'm afraid to disappoint my kid because I can't get them to the birthday party in the this weekend it's going to matter this weekend maybe next week when they talk about it it's not gonna matter after that so sometimes putting a time limit on things so those are two that kind of come to mind but um Yeah, I think it's helpful. And then maybe the last one is, what is the evidence for the thought I'm having? And what's the evidence against? Because sometimes we're like, I'm a failure as a mom. Okay, what's the evidence? What's the evidence against? I'm sure you'll find a lot more evidence against.
1: I love that. I've never heard that one before. I love those things. Those are all great questions that we can ask ourselves. And one thing I'm going to throw it in before we wrap up, because the show's almost over, is um, one thing that I always say to myself is, I have survived every single one of my worst days <laughs> love it love it right love it. and we all yeah. have so keep that in mind kelly thank you so much for joining uh, me on the show always today. always a pleasure and uh and guys if you want to check her out you can do so kelly where can they find you
2: find me at uh kelly boss therapy that's one s for boss on instagram and also on facebook and you can find me at KellyBoss.com. um yeah so love to chat with any of you
1: Guys, go check her out and know that it is okay to seek help if you're just not feeling good because it is normal and it is real. Thanks so much for joining us on The Parenting Show. We'll catch you again next week, Sunday at nine o'clock. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca.